Hello and welcome to another episode of my podcast. In this episode, I tell a story of a boy I named Little Robbie. Chapter 1, Road Trip. It's nearing the end of summer, and here in Texas, that still means crazy hot days, but at least the nights tend to cool down. Another nice thing is the crowds at the tourist destinations aren't as crowded as during the high season. I decide it's a good time to take the top down on my Jeep, throw my surfboard in the back, and head to Port Aransas on the Gulf Coast to find some surf. I found a great condo right on the beach on Airbnb and can't wait to unwind and hopefully find some good waves to surf. Regardless, the road trip and hanging out on the beach will be a great mental vacation, even if there's not much surf. It is the Gulf Coast, so I'm not expecting much. Flying down the country roads with the top off my Jeep reminds me of when I was younger in California, where I always drove Jeeps with the top off since the weather was always perfect. Texas can be iffy. A thunderstorm can hit at any time and drench you with pouring rain within minutes. Today I got lucky. It's a beautiful blue sky day. I've got Spotify cranked up as I watch the countryside pass by me. It'll be a four-hour trip from Austin to Port Aransas, but with the weather cooperating, I'm enjoying every mile as I get closer to the coast. Chapter 2, Port Aransas. This is my second time visiting Port Aransas. It looks like it, it was originally a small fishing village that grew into a tourist destination for Texans to escape the heat and enjoy some coastal breezes. Driving around the small town, it reminds me of a California beach towns back in the 70s before they were all gobbled up by corporate chains with high-priced hotels and restaurants. Port Aransas still has that old funky beach vibe with dive bars and trinket shops and most of the people driving around in golf carts drinking at makeshift outdoor bars with sandy floors. I love the boho vibe. Chapter 3, The Condo. The condo is as close to the beach as possible, but still on the other side of a big, huge sand berm to keep surf surges during winter storms from flooding the town. I'm on the top floor so I can see over the sand berm onto the beach. The waves are small and shimmering in this afternoon sun. I see a few guys on surfboards catching waves. It's definitely a longboard day with maybe one to two foot waves with an occasional three footer rolling through. The gulf doesn't have a steep drop so the waves don't generate in deep water like on the Pacific coast. And the waves tend to be a bit weak unless there's a hurricane. I'll pass trying to surf during a storm though. Even though the waves are small, the water looks inviting, especially since it's still in the 90s out. I grab my bags from the Jeep and dump them in the condo, put on my board shorts, grab my board and backpack with sunscreen and water and head to the beach. Chapter four, friendly surfers. When you paddle out anywhere in California, the surfers that are already in the water mean mug you because it's mostly like, most likely crowded and they want the waves to themselves. It's called localism, not so in Texas. When you paddle out, most of the guys wave or say howdy, mainly because there's usually only a handful of guys out. And the waves break constantly so there's enough to go around. Gotta love that southern charm. I paddle to one side of three surfers already lined up where the waves are breaking and they all say hi as I wave at them and ask if it's fun out. They're all young and look like brothers and they all look identical but the oldest is the cutest of the three. They're all surfing longer boards too and from the waves they've caught so far I can tell they're novices. The oldest of the three paddles to me and introduces himself and asks where I'm from. 
I told him I just drove in from Austin, couldn't wait to get wet. He tells me his family is visiting from San Antonio and they've been here for a few days already and that I'm lucky because the waves are actually better today than the other days so that's a good sign that maybe there's a bit of a swell and we'll get to surf some fun waves. Chapter 5 Little Robbie Like I thought the three surfers out are all brothers. All of them are super friendly but it's the oldest, Robbie, that seems to want to bond with me once I told him I grew up in California and lived in Hawaii for a bit after high school. Of course he asked me a zillion questions about what it's like to surf in SoCal and the North Shore of Kauai. It's definitely different surfing the Gulf Coast mainly because it's a shallow shoreline so the waves coming in lose their strength as they travel towards the shore. Unlike Hawaii where the beaches are really steep so the waves break in super deep water and build strength as they come crashing down on the breaking, breaking on the reefs. It's okay though. I tell Robbie that surfing the Gulf is like surfing a small beach break in San Diego on a summer day and you can still find fun waves to ride plus you can't beat the 80 plus degree water. The Pacific Ocean doesn't get that warm. We surf pretty much all day until I spot a fin pop up. I don't freak out, but when I mention it to Robbie, he says, yeah, he saw it too, but he's not scared of sharks. I get it. He's young and fearless. I'm not. I'm terrified of sharks teeth gouging into my leg. I tell Robbie I'm paddling in and going to chill in the hot tub at my complex. First he calls me a wuss, but then paddles back in with me, leaving his younger brothers out to surf by themselves. When we get to shore, I see how young Robbie really is, and he's super cute with moppy bleached blonde hair, radiant blue eyes that are almost gray and transparent, a total swimmer's body, and a million dollar smile. I can already tell I'll be spending the majority of my vacation time with Robbie. As we walk back towards the condos, we have to walk up and over the sand berm and then into the complex. There's a full-size pool there with a bunch of families enjoying themselves playing in the pool. Robbie waves at his parents and asks if he can text me later to hang out after his parents go out to dinner in the bars. I ask, I give him my cell phone number, but he doesn't enter it into any phone. He just memorizes it. Impressive. We say later and he walks towards his parents and I got up to my Airbnb. I drop off my surfboard on the balcony and hang my towel over the railing and head inside. I grab a Topo Chico and plop onto the couch. The AC and the whirling fan feel good on my sunburnt body as I slowly pass out. In my dream, I'm surfing in Kauai and for some reason Robbie is with me and we actually live there as a couple. I know, what a strange dream, right? It's like we're this full-on couple and while I work as a landscape architect, he works at the local surf shop. What a nice dream to wake up from. Chapter 6, Sex Education. The title of the chapter isn't what you think. It's actually the title of a Netflix series I convinced Robbie to watch when he comes over later on. He comes over a bit after 8 and I asked what took so long and he said he had to wait until his brothers fell asleep so he could sneak over. I ask about his parents but he says they'll be out all night with friends bar hopping. I'm about to make popcorn when Robbie comes up right next to me, looks up into my eyes and says what's up. I'm caught off guard and say season 3 of sex education to which Robbie just laughs as he opens the fridge and pulls out a Topo Chico. Robbie checks out the condo, especially the view of the Gulf, and whistles that I must be doing alright to be able to rent a place like this. I tell him that if I'm going to make the trip to go somewhere I may as well do it upright and enjoy it as much as possible. He agrees and says that's a good way of looking at the world. 
from that comment, I can tell Robbie is an old soul. He gets it. I can tell our friendship is going to be close. The popcorn's made. I grab a topo and switch on Netflix. Before I start season three, I ask Robbie who his favorite character is, and at the same time, we both say Dex. And we're upset he hasn't been given a bigger role considering it was Lord of the Air in Game of Thrones. Hopefully this season they'll give the actor Lino Facchioli a bigger role. Our prayers are answered as we watch episode one of the new season unfold and Dex has a huge role. In fact, he's half the episode. Now that I know Dex is also Robbie's favorite character on the show, I'm pretty sure he's into guys. Or at least I think so from how close he's sitting next to me on the couch, supposedly so he can grab some popcorn. I don't move away as he leans on me more and more as the show goes on. As Dex is running around on the screen naked and can just see from the corner of my eye a bulge throbbing in Robbie's lap. Watching Dex naked is obviously turning him on. But I don't want to embarrass him, and besides, the episode does show a lot of Dex naked, especially him running naked with his tight body and boy butt. After this first episode, I can tell Robbie is a bit hot and bothered, so I turn and say, want to go in the hot tub? He smiles and says, yeah, but said he didn't bring any swim trunks, but he could go in his underwear. But I tell him, no, he's not going to want to sit around in wet underwear after hot tubbing. I tell him I have an extra pair of shorts, but it might be too big for a small waist. We get up and he follows me to the bedroom and I pull out a pair of Ruka swim shorts he can try on. He grabs them and immediately starts undressing. No shame at all. I can't help but look and notice he has the exact same body as Dex on sex education. Totally smooth, super lean with ripply boy muscle. Having probably zero body fat, he automatically has a six pack and wide shoulders from surfing. He has a bit of a blonde reddish bush and nice pit hair, but barely any hair anywhere else except his legs. His dick is cut and flaccid, so it looks small. The episode we just watched, Dex had drama about wondering if his dick was smallish, and I'm wondering if this is also Robbie's case, but it doesn't seem to bother him, and I'm surprised he doesn't at least have a semi. His waist is so tiny that, the that my medium shorts are still big around his waist, and he has to hold it up. Getting completely naked in front of me while changing but not getting hard makes me wonder if he's not interested in guys, so I pull back a bit on my, any affection. We head out to the balcony where the hot tub is, but stop in the kitchen to grab some fruit and more topos. Chapter 7. Hot Tub The hot tub is just the right temperature. Not too hot, not too cold. After surfing and being in the scorching sun all day, it's nice letting our muscles relax in the warm, bubble, warm bubbles. We talk a bit about the episode and Dex, and then Robbie starts asking me questions like, Are you married? Do you have kids? So now I'm a bit confused because I thought it was obvious that he was going to hang out with a gay guy tonight, but maybe not. I told him I was married for a brief time when I was really young, and I continue to remain friends with her, but no, I don't have any kids of my own, but I do have nephews that I spend as much time as I can with that I adore. He seems to be taking in what I said, but still looks puzzled like, what I told him didn't answer his question. I'm facing him directly, but his head is turned down. And when I ask Robbie, is there something you want to ask me? And he shakes his head yes, as his beautiful translucent blue eyes lock onto mine. 
I tell him there's nothing to be embarrassed about and that he can ask me anything because I don't have anything to hide. He's still staring right into me like he's transfixed, inhales, and then asks if I found him attractive. I stall a bit because I don't want to overwhelm him, and when I'm ready to answer, I say, Robbie, you must know that you're really attractive, and of course I find you attractive. In fact, I find you beautiful. Except for being more Anglo than Dex, you're exactly like him. Same moppy hair, but yours is bleach blonde. You have identical bodies, all lean and muscly in just the right places, and because you're more Caucasian than Dex, your pubes and pits are lighter, light brown, almost reddish. That's when he relaxes and says, you checked out my pubes? I say, of course, how could I not when you literally undress right in front of me? Then Robbie apologizes and says that he probably doesn't have the muscle boy body that I would want and his head goes down again, exasperated. I inch closer to his body, touching his side and lift his head, lift his head with my hand to look deep into his beautiful eyes and tell him, Robbie, you're exactly the kind of guy I like, exactly. He's so excited, I told him, that he jumps up and the shorts he's wearing that are too big on him fall down exposing his bush and semi-hard dick. I want to touch him but not sure if he'll allow it so I ask if I can touch his body and he smiles a huge smile while nodding his head enthusiastically up and down. Yes. Chapter 8. So smooth. I can't remember being with someone so naturally smooth. What hair he has on his body is fuzzy and blonde and barely noticeable, even when you're rubbing his body. I want to savor this, so I begin with just touching and rubbing his shoulders, back and chest. When I rub his nipples, he closes his eyes and squirms a bit. It's always the guy's G-spot. I ask if I can kiss him and he nods yes again. His lips are soft and he's not used to kissing, so I have to slow him down, otherwise he's going to make my lip bleed. I show him with my lips and tongue how to kiss more erotically, which always drives guys nuts in anticipation. His tongue is warm and he's not shy about wanting to explore the inside of my mouth. His body has no real scent, just a, just a bit, of, bit of sweetness I can smell and the taste on his lips from his chapstick. I brush my hand through his hair, it's so fine and just the right length. Reminds me of guys I went to high school with. He has a sharp nose that isn't huge, but it sits prominently on, it, on his beautiful, flawless face. The water drips from his hair across his white face, accentuating a bit of red on his cheeks. I guess both his cheeks and I, I kiss both his cheeks down to his chin. He's getting more excited because I can feel his dick throbbing pressed on my leg. He's got one of those pointy dicks that curve up like a banana. It's not thin and it's not long, but I, sh I assure him it's average size, not small. I play with my tongue down to his chest. There's no stubble, completely smooth. I lift up his arm and see his tuft of reddish hair and lick it. From the look on his face, I can tell no one has ever done this to him before, and now I'm wondering if I'm his first time. I focus on his armpit for a bit because it's so dang sexy, being the only body hair besides his bush. I make my way with my tongue to his nipples, licking one and twirling the other with my fingers. He sighs. He's mine. I can't. I can do anything I want with him at this point. I reach down to play with his bush. It's not trimmed, but he's not hairy, so it's just a small patch of hair. I lower my face to smell it, and it's got a bit of a boy scent on it. I'm instantly hard as a rock. While I'm smashing my face in his bush, his dick is throbbing up against my chin. It's one of those, one of the most curved dicks I've ever seen. His head is wet with 
his head, the head of his dick is wet with pre-cum. I lick it and it's salty. When my tongue enters his slit, his stomach convulses from the sensation. I've totally got him in my hands. I play with his dick like it's a lollipop swirling around his pointy head that looks like an arrow pointing to his abs. Oh yeah, and those abs. There's no body fat on his body, so his abs naturally bulge. I take his entire dick into my throat and he squirms and sighs again. I honestly, I honestly think this is his first time. There's so much pre-cum, I tell him not to go, not to come, but I'm sure being so young, he could probably come a couple times in a row. Once I've had enough of his beautiful curved dick, I move down to the balls and suck on them as I pull up one of his legs so it's sitting up higher and I can get a better view of his balls and taint. Again, there's no hair on his balls. It's naturally smooth and they're hard as rocks. I look up at his face and ask him while sucking his balls, is there anything you don't want me to do? And, he's hit, and he shakes his head no, but my guess is he doesn't know what he's in store for next. Chapter 9, Luca. Right in the heat of the moment, there's a knock on the door, and both of us look at each other surprised. I'm not expecting anyone, but it is an Airbnb, so there may be a mix-up or something. I get up, but can't walk to answer the door immediately because I'm hard as a rock, and so is Robbie, as I pull up his swim shorts and tell him to wait in the hot tub while I see who's at the door. I open the door, and there's a young kid standing there, and when I say hello, he asks if Robbie's here. Then I realize it's Robbie's younger brother, and I was wrong before. He's actually a lot cuter than Robbie close up. He's wearing board shorts, a tank top, and Crocs. I invite him in and ask if he wants anything to drink, and he says, sure, vodka and Red Bull, please. I look at him, then I look at Robbie. I look back at him, and he's got a pleading grin on his face from ear to ear. I tell him I wish I could give him what he wants, but I don't think he's old enough, and maybe if his parents were around, but they ain't, so I offer him a Topo Chico. He laughs and says he was just clowning me to see if I would serve him, and then asks if he can go in the hot tub too. I shrug my shoulders and tell him to go ask his brother, and he races to the balcony to plead with Robbie. I guess they might must be close because Robbie waves him out to the balcony. I hand him his Topo and introduce myself, and he says, Nice to meet you, sir. My name is Luca. He takes a sip of his topo and then asks politely again if he can join us in the hot tub. I say of course and he immediately unzips his velcro zipper and starts dropping his board shorts. And I say hey you don't have to completely undress to get in the water. And matter of factly he says to me like it's obvious, dude I don't want to walk around in wet board shorts afterwards. I can't argue with that. And when I look at Robbie he shrugs his shoulders and says Luca goes nude around the house all the time. He loves being naked. A true, a true chip true hippie child at heart. Cool. He strips without waiting for permission from either of us and plops into the hot tub. Of course I had to look and he's an exact younger version of Robbie but with cute freckles around his nose. He wasn't hard so I couldn't tell if they had the same dick size but his body was identical, just smaller and he had the same boy butt Robbie has. His body was even more hairless than Robbie's. He barely had any pit hair but he did have the same color colored bush Robbie does. There's no awkwardness at all between the brothers and you can tell they're super comfortable around each other even if Luca is a, is a big nudist. Their parents must be super hip raising sons to be so open with each other. It's kind of endearing and not pornish at all. We talk about the surf that day and hope for bigger surf tomorrow and make plans to get up early to hit the dawn patrol when it's glassy and calm. We talk again about my surf trips when I was younger in California and Hawaii. Finally, after a bit of idle talk, Luca asks if, if we've messed around yet, and I almost spit up my topo as Robbie laughs hysterically. 
I'm speechless. I don't know what I'd say even if I did. Robbie tells Luca to shut the hell up and mind his own business when Luca just laughs and says under his breath, I can see it in both y'all's faces, that's what you want. And he isn't wrong. Luca and Robbie being so comfortable and close with each other eases any tension between us all as I get out to grab some snacks and more topo. When I get back, Luca is standing up leaning on the edge of the tub as his dick flops around in the bubbles. He turns around to look at the view and I can see his boy bubble butt that's a smaller version of Robbie's. Must be nice to have those genes in their family. I have to dip immediately into the water so neither of them sees my growing hard on which now I'm embarrassed about since Luca is here and he's not hard at all. Luca and Robbie start horsing around splashing each other with the water until Luca tells him to stop because water is getting on the snacks. I didn't mind. I liked watching the wrestling brothers but I'm trying not to perv out on them since it's their innocence of being comfortable with each other that's so endearing. Chapter 10, Another Knock on the Door I'm the spectator in the hot tub wrestling match between the two brothers. One that's nude and the other's swimsuit is too big so it's hanging off his butt. And I'm on the sidelines getting splashed, drinking my topo, when again the doorbell rings. Everyone freezes as we look at each other wondering if we're all being too loud or something. I tell them both it's probably best if they put on their bathing suits because I have no idea who, who this could be. I walk towards the door and I see two adult silhouettes outlined in the front door's frosted glass window. I open the door and I recognize them from the beach but can't remember if I've met them. It's the boys' parents, Eric and Christy. They introduce themselves and ask if any of their boys are hanging out with me and I ask them to come in and tell them they're outside on the balcony. When we all, when we all get out on the balcony, Christy says to Luca, I'm surprised you have your swimsuit on, Luca. I'm biting my tongue because I want to tell them he was naked earlier, but I don't want to freak them out. Although with Christy's comment, it's obvious they're aware of his desire to be naked all the time. I ask if I can get them anything and they both decline saying they have, they've had enough and are heading to bed. Eric tells Luca to grab whatever stuff he brought and come with him while Christy asks Robbie if he's going to spend the night at my place. Then she turns to me and says, if that's okay with you. I nod in agreement and Robbie says he needs to go back to their room to grab stuff for spending the night. They all get their stuff and start heading out the door and Eric turns and invites me to their place tomorrow night for a luau they're having catered. I'm thinking luau, cool, and I tell them that sounds like a fun, lot of fun and what could I bring and Christy chimes in, do you have Hawaiian music playlist? And I say yes, I've lived in Hawaii for a bit so I've got a good Spotify playlist I can play. They head out the door and I tell them goodnight and Robbie says he'll be right back. Chapter 11, Sleepover. After the family leaves, I walk out to the balcony and sit on the lounge chair looking over the beach and the golf on the horizon. It's peaceful out and now that everyone's left, it's super quiet. I can hear the waves breaking on the shore. I close my eyes and ponder what transpired tonight. The family that I met, the fun that we had surfing and hanging out with them afterwards. It was nice meeting the parents that seemed well-rounded and easygoing. Parents that are in tune with their kids. I can't help playing the image of the boys wrestling match over and over in my head, how free they were being themselves without judgment. I remember when my nephews were around their age and neither of them got along with each other and I could never hang out with more than one at a time because they'd constantly bicker and fight for my attention. It's refreshing to see families that are well adjusted and respect each other. 
The front door opens and in walks Robbie with his backpack. He drops the backpack and comes out to the balcony and squeezes onto the my lounge chair next to me. I don't look at him as I gaze out towards the beach. He's close to me and I can smell the chlorine from the hot tub on him. I must smell like bleach too. He turns to me and asks what's up and I say that we should probably take a shower to get the chlorine off of us and he agrees. We get up and he looks up at me and with his pretty blue eyes and I can't help but kiss him. He reciprocates lightly and uses his tongue to explore my mouth. Our tongues play together in harmony as we kiss more passionately. He grabs my hand and takes me onto the, into the condo and we don't make it past the couch before he pushes me down laying on top of me. I can feel his dick pressing against my stomach as he grinds against me while kissing me even more passionately. We've both been anticipating this moment all night. We spend probably 30 minutes just making out on the couch. I'm pleasantly surprised we haven't stripped naked yet, but I'm excited we're taking it slow and enjoying each other's vibe. Robbie stops and rolls over next to me and we're both staring at the ceiling. I ask him what's up and he says, I just want to enjoy this moment. We really don't know each other and I don't do this very often and I want to take it slow and enjoy it. I agree as he lays his head on my chest, listening to my heart. I cup his boy butt, caressing the muscled cheeks. He squirms a bit and I dip my hand into his waistband so now I'm rubbing his skin. I slowly move from cheek to cheek and he squirms again so I move to his hole. It's naturally hairless and warm. I lick my fingers and circle his hole some more and I can feel his hips move into my hand so I know he's liking it. I, so, I slowly penetrate his hole just a bit and I can hear him exhale and moan. I'm not even going in very deep and he's already loving the sensation. I'm fingering him for a bit when I feel his hand on mine to stop. He whispers at me. I've never done this before so you have to be gentle. Is this going to hurt? I tell him I'll be super gentle and if he doesn't feel comfortable with anything to tell me to stop. He smiles and kisses me and I ask if he wants to feel something even more amazing and, and he shakes his head yes. I turn his body onto his stomach, pull down his pants, spread his cheeks and tongue and tongues his crack first and then I go into his hole. He squirms and moans and as I reach to grab his dick it's super wet with pre-cum. I've got Robbie just where I want him now. I pull my hand away from his ass as he objects, but I put my hand in his and pull him up and carry him, to, carry him into the bathroom and place him in the tub where he sits on the side while I turn on the water to fill up the tub. Seeing him sitting on the edge of the tub with his curved dick at attention poking him in the stomach is a major turn on. He's still pre-coming, probably getting excited about what's about to come next. I ask him if he's sure he's never been with a guy before and he swears says he's only made out with a few girls but never gone all the way. The tub is filling nicely so Robbie sits down inside. I grab some sponges and bath soap so we can clean ourselves nicely. I start by dipping the sponge in the warm water, rubbing his shoulders and back. He rolls his head back and sighs. I lean down to kiss him upside down which feels strange because the teeth are all an opposite of where they're supposed to be when you're kissing normally. I get down and I sit behind Robbie and reach over to sponge his chest. I love his lean pecs and ripped abs. I lift his arms one by one and clean his pits that are one of the few places he has hair. I lean in and lick his pits once I've rinsed them off of the soap. He's still rock hard and so am I. I start down his abs and grab his dick with the sponge. 
I can feel it throbbing and I can see its head because it's curved towards Robbie's body. I sponge his ball sack that's super tight, like two rocks sitting in a tight bag. There's no hair on his ball sack and my guess is this is natural since this bush doesn't extend very far past the top part of where his dick and balls are. He has no leg hair except below the knees and is pretty fine and golden. I tell him to crouch up so I can clean underneath and I sponge his ass and stick my finger in his hole, cleaning everywhere. It's going to be so much fun making him squirm with my tongue and eventually my hard dick. Before Robbie comes, I pull my hand away from his ass and sponge his entire body and then he grabs the sponge and starts soaping me down. He starts on my head as he tells me to close my eyes so I don't get soap in them. He washes my hair thoroughly, lightly sponges my face and head and eventually moves down to my torso. He starts by dropping the sponge and massaging my neck and back. It feels so good. He has strong hands and I melt. He grabs the sponge again and soaps my chest and abs. I'm older so my abs aren't as tight as his, but he seems to like it nonetheless as he lowers his head and tongues my stomach. He moves down to my hairy bush and stays there for a moment, taking in all my man scent. He lifts his head and starts sponging my dick area as I grow hard from his touch. He fingers my balls and soaps them until they become rock hard. He dips the sponge under the running faucet and uses the sponge to remove any soap from my dick and balls and ass. He drops the sponge and moves his head towards my dick and takes it into his mouth. I can tell he's new at this because he only plays with the head but doesn't, doesn't deep throat. I have to push my dick towards his head for him to take any more of my dick, but I'm being gentle so I don't gag him too much. After a few attempts, he seems to get that I want him to take all my dick, and my head feels so good touching the back of his throat. He deep throats for a bit and moves on to my ball sack, and I have to tell him to be gentle as he sucks each sack just a bit too hard. He laps them up and then moves to my taint and smiles at me when he looks up and sees the look on my face. He's moved his fingers into my, to my ass and starts circling my hole. Eventually he slides in a finger, a bit too much at first, and I have to hold his hand to show how to ease his finger in. He sticks in one finger, then two, and is starting to understand going slowly makes it feel much better. He pulls out his fingers and lifts his head and starts licking my ass cheeks before moving towards my ass crack. He licks it up and down and says he thinks my ass crack hair is sexy. As soon as he says this, his tongue makes its way into my hole and I almost come. He's digging pretty deeply with his tongue while asking me if it feels good and I can barely get out a coherent yes. I'm enjoying this too much and need to pull his head back otherwise I'm going to come. Robbie whispers in my ear if it's okay if he can try something on me, to which I immediately say yes. He gets up and lifts me and turns me around and bends me over as he's fingering my crack up and down. He grabs some soap and lubes up his dick and rubs up against my ass crack as he places both his hands on my sides. He's rubbing up and down my crack but not sticking his dick in, teasing me and whispering in my ear, do you want me inside you? Until finally succumbing and reaching backward to guide him. Luckily his head is pointy so it's easy to find my hole and once he does I slide him in slowly. I haven't done this for a, quite a while only because I save it for guys that I'm really into. Robbie qualifies as a guy that I'm into. I can feel his head in my hole and him pushing more to fully insert his dick and I hold onto his hips so he leaves it there for a bit while I loosen up. It's been quite a while since I found someone hot enough to bottom for and I'm not hesitating one bit for, with Robbie. He's easing his pointy dick further into my ass and its curve feels really good it, inside my ass. 
I don't think I'm going to last too long before I explode and Robbie starts pumping in and out slowly at first and gradually going faster as his hips slap onto my ass cheeks. He's not whispering now but breathing heavily while kissing me from behind. I'm not, I know I'm not going to last even though I want this moment to last and luckily he says he's going to come and ask if he can come inside me. I don't even have to say anything because I can re already feel his warm cum filling my hole while he breathes heavily and lets out a few grunts. He collapses on me and after a bit pulls out gently. I turn around, get on my knees and suck on his dick that is still hard from fucking. I look up and his eyes are rolled back as he's breathing, still breathing heavily. If I do this right, I know I can get this young stud to come again in my mouth and after a bit of sucking, I can feel my throat filling up with his second load, sweet and salty, as his body heaves from coming a second time. Robbie pulls me up and we start making out passionately. I just got fucked by a young stud and it was probably his first time, but I don't want to pry and ask. From his kissing, I can tell he, he hasn't done this before. I rub his perfect boy body while both our dicks are playing with each other as we rub our bodies together. Together, Robbie's young and wants to go another round, so I tell him we should towel off and get in the bed. We towel each other off and he heads for the bed while I grab some water from the fridge. When I get back, Robbie is completely naked laying on his stomach on the bed with his head in the pillow. He pops up his head and pleads with me to fuck him. I ask him if he's ever bought him before and he says no, he's never been with a guy or anyone yet. I ask if he's, if he's enjoyed everything so far. He shakes his head yes and places it back into the pillow. My guess is he thinks this is going to hurt. He's not prepared for me to insert my thick, mushroomed head into his small boy butt. I know how to be careful to go slow and let his ass adjust to my dick. It's probably a scary feeling for him at first because I'm so much bigger than him. So I tell him I'll be careful and go slow and to tell me if he's uncomfortable. I barely have my head in and I can feel Robbie tensing his entire body. I tell him to relax so I'll enjoy it more and instantly I can feel his ass relax while my dick slides in all the way. Once Robbie feels all my girth, he groans and I tell him not to move, to allow his ass to get used to my dick first. He's breathing in and out heavily, but I know in just a little bit he'll be fine. Once he gets his breathing under control, it's my sign I can start pumping and I slowly start building momentum. I keep telling him to relax and breathe so he doesn't tense up, I can, and I can tell from, from his body that he's relaxing even though his hole around my dick is still super tight. I know if I keep this up I'll come too quick so I stop but leave my dick in his ass and ask him if he wants to try another position and even though he practically begs me not to pull out because it feels so good I still do because I know that this other position is going to drive him wild. I pull out and tell him not to move and turn my body around so my head is facing the other direction. I enter him again. He groans but this time says it feels like heaven right away and to fuck him hard. I'm pumping him in this backward position when I look at the closet doors that are mirrored. Watching my body on top of Robbie's with his bubbly boy ass being fucked by my mushroom dick is too much. I ask if he's ready to come and he says yes and pleads for me to come inside him, which I do. I'm exhausted from all the fucking but I still pull out and turn my body back so I can get on top of Robbie and kiss him from behind. I can tell he's just experienced something he never has before so I want to be gentle. When I ask if he's okay he whispers yes but that he's still horned up so I tell him I have an idea. He flips, his he flips his body onto his back so we're now face to face and we're passionately kissing each other. 
I move down to his chest and start kissing his tight pecs and abs and then down to his bush and eventually his dick. I'm sucking on his still rock hard dick when I ask if he's ready. He says yes. I tell him not to move as I rotate my body to the side of the bed and roll back on my head so it's on the floor. Back to the mattress with my ass completely exposed for him to mount me cowboy style. I can see in his eyes he's fascinated as he moves his body into position, lubes up his dick, and slowly enters my ass. Again, I watch as this is happening in the closet mirror, and it makes me harder and even hornier than we were when we first started. Seeing this young, smooth, lean body with his curved dick going in and out of my ass is making me go wild, especially when I see how intense his face looks as he's concentrating his method of pumping me hard. I tell him not to hold back, that this is all for him, and to get what's his. That's when Robbie takes complete control and starts moving his body around to work his dick in my hole. It feels amazing, especially in this position and the curve of his dick. I can't hold it for much longer when I scream for him to come inside me. He thrusts a few more pumps before his body tenses. He groans and fills my ass with his load. He pulls out and slides his body down to where my head is at, is at and we make out like we've just shared the most best experience together. We're both dripping sweat from the intense sex and after a bit we get up and shower together. In the bath I can see how the kid that I met for, first met this morning while surfing has now become a man and experienced sex together with someone he's enamored with and the feeling is mutual. I point out our reflection in the bathroom mirror and tell him what a cute couple we make and he turns to me and looks up and smiles and says, you just said we were a couple. Thank you for listening to my podcast.